Are you an active adult dealing with injury or pain? Rehab to Perform is here to get you back to your full potential. More like a Division I athletic training room and a personal training studio than a medical facility, R2P offers physical therapy for low back pain, overuse injuries, post-surgery, muscle pulls, chronic pain, and more. R2P also offers rehabilitation for concussions and mild traumatic brain injuries. Learn more about Rehab to Perform today by visiting RehabToPerform.com or Instagram at RehabToPerform. That's RehabToPerform.com or at RehabToPerform on Instagram. Instagram. Fully loaded. Big Boys Neighborhood. Today's fully loaded interview is with Iron Mike Tyson. You were like one of the first people that we saw put a tattoo on their face. Everybody got tattoos on their face. <laughs> Do you think they'll regret that? No, because I'm unconscious that I have a tattoo on my face. Right. Because I, I have it in my face, but I don't feel it. But when I see somebody else with a bunch of crazy tattoos, <laughs> I'm saying, whoa, this guy is out there. Yeah. <laughs> fully loaded. All the interview and zero interruptions. Take a listen. Take a Listen. Big boy, Big boy. ladies and gentlemen, the best to hey. ever do it. Uh-huh. We got our good friend Iron Mike Tyson Woo. in the neighborhood. Welcome back to the neighborhood. Hey, man. It's great to be back in the neighborhood. The is na- it for real, man? The neighborhood expanded. Yeah, it is, man. <laughs> you know, but so what's been going on with you, man? How you been? How you been keeping up, Mike? How you been staying busy? Listen, I opened this cannabis business, and this is an interesting business. Do you smoke, Mike? Every day. What? <laughs> Man, so what is, when you say this is interesting, because I get a lot of people, like my boy Louie, he has Louis the 13th, which is a great strain, and he has his store. What made Mike Tyson get into the cannabis business? Hey, I didn't understand the cannabis business at first. I thought it was always illegal, and I, didn't, I thought it was a tr- tricky little subjection. Yeah. And my partner, Robert Hickman, educated me on the program and the, and the growth. And really, when I say I'm in the marijuana business, I don't touch the marijuana anything. Right. I sell the property to the marijuana, and they um, rent the property for me. And if their weeds of good approval, I stamp it, boom. Really, though? So you more of the real estate first, and then if it's right, then you'll give it the Mike Tyson stamp of approval. Absolutely. You got it right away. So the product has to go through you first. You test it? Yes. You yeah. smoke it? <laughs> and, and other people as well. Right, 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 right. You so you you get you got a, a testing staff yes, I do. that you would use. Yes. Do you do now let me now when you say at first you didn't understand it, because I'm still kind of growing towards like trying to understand it. You know what I'm saying? Where um how legal is it? Now we know how legal it is. You know what I'm saying? What what's the strain mm-hmm. that's going on? Is it medicinal? And then you gotta it's think both medicinal and for recreational. Yeah. And you gotta think with a name like Mike Tyson, were you kinda like hesitant on putting your name next to it until you found out exactly what your name was being next to? I just um as I realized I knew it was a no brainer and it was a good idea, so I just put all my eggs in the one basket. Now why did why did you why did you smoke? Are you smoking more medicinal, more recreational, or both? Hey, listen, I need because I am crazy. That's why I smoke. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because that's what I was thinking. I was over here like, no, nah, but but do, now, do you roll your own? Are you papers blunts or do you go to the pipe? I, um, I like the pipe, but I'm I'm doing the pipe now, but I prefer the blunt. Really? What about edibles? Are you edibles? I'm not an edible guy. No. Have you always been smoking, Mike? Or you kind of figured like. Is it more now that it is more acceptable? I always been a smoker. I just never smoked during my fighting years. Right. How hard was it not to smoke during your fighting years? Because you it wasn't had hard little... at all. Mm-hmm. I, I was crazy during my fighting years. I should have been smoking during my fighting years. What do you, what's the effects of Mike Tyson when Mike Tyson smoke? Are you more calm? Are you more calm. creative? I'm very calm, very creative. Yes. Do you wish that you did smoke when you were fighting? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what would have been the benefit of that? 
I think I've been more relaxed. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Did I you like smoke that. this morning? Huh. Um, yes, I did. Okay. Coming here. Uh, as you should. <laughs> hey, man, who would tell Mike Tyson in their right mind if you got in the car, Uber, whatever? Has anyone told you you can't smoke in here? No. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask, do you have anything on you now? No, I don't. Okay, if you did have something. We don't smoke in here. But if you were to light up in here, I don't think that there's anything that I would do about it. Yeah, who's going to stop him? Yeah. Well, I wish you had the joint to light up. Yeah, man. Mm. And I wish you did because I would do nothing about it. All right. Mike Tyson, what is Comedy for a Cause? Comedy for a Cause is um, for the homeless and the addiction, people with the addiction. Why, why, why is that close to you where you could have did I- anything? Why Comedy for a Cause where it says uh, helping people overcome addiction and putting roofs over their heads? So we're talking about homelessness. 100% of the proceeds go to Comedy for a Cause. How close was that to you for you to do Comedy for well, a Cause? Well, at one time, you know, I was dealing with addiction in my life, mm-hmm. and um, that helped me. And there's people out there, when I'm talking about the homeless people, most of those people are vets, mm-hmm. and vets mm-hmm. need to get a helping hand as well. And you figure, man, like, there, there's not a large percentage of people that say, I want to be homeless. And then people think that homeless is also hustleless and helpless and like like we were homeless as a family. Yeah. And we also had to, you know, you know, stay in the missions and stay at the churches and, and we were in motels. Always, mm-hmm. man. Our family same we always staying in somebody's house. Yeah, you know, and, and there were sometimes Mike where we didn't even know how homeless we were. And that's why now I deal with a lot of homelessness as well, taking care of people, you know what I'm saying, doing things silently as well. And when I saw this Mike Tyson presents Comedy for a Cause, it's just it's just great when you think about standing right. united and taking care of other people and not being selfish, you know. And we had recently had Russell Peters in the neighborhood. Yeah, he's on the show. Yeah, man, and that guy is amazing, known all over the world. But yeah. for even with Russell, for people that don't know Russell Peters, you for one, you do know him, but I'm talking about like know him, know him, how – how cool he is to lend his name and he's how he really helps. And he's very um, wide ranged on his, you know what I mean, as far as knowledge as well. And another one of my guys, man, is Michael Collier. Oh, he's mm-hmm. the best. And I've been watching Michael Collier, man. I remember being a kid going to Venice Beach and just watching him perform on Venice Beach. You know what I'm saying? And him going through be his like situation as well. We'll be on the beach and it's going to be like Venice Beach all Back together again. And that's Comedy for a Cause, benefiting uh, Standard United with special guests. That's Russell Peters being doing the MCM, man. Michael Collier, Jason Collins, my, uh, Matt Reif, uh, Sharon Array, Joey Medina, which is another partner of mine, Edwanda White, and many more. So that's Joey Mike Tyson and, and friends. That is going down Thursday, October 18th, man. City National Grove. If you need more information, man, you can always grab your tickets at AXS.com. That's AXS.com. And that'll give you more information nice. there's a silent auction that's going down and it's also beautiful. you can visit www.citynationalgrove.com for any more information that you would need mike who do you have a favorite comedian wow i never thought about that mike epps is great mm-hmm. Ken williams is great there's a raven comedian that are good kevin hart has got a run yeah. going on right now do do you ever think about mike like how famous you are mm-hmm only when I go to other countries. Really? Like, what's another country where you'll say, like, like man, like, they really love Mike Tyson here? I don't know. Like, coming out, coming out of an airport and there's a thousand people waiting for you. It, does that still happen today? Yes. Damn. 
You want me to go with you somewhere so I can experience that with <laughs> no, you? That's a really weird experience. You don't, you don't like it? You don't know if you're going to get hurt or anything because the, the police can't really control the crowd. He's going to try to hurt you. But hey, I, just <laughs> accidentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidentally. Like, like, man, Mike, that's you're a guy that's known all over the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about boxing anymore. Of course, there's a legacy there. But there is a brand of Mike Tyson. Anytime you're at a fight, they put you on the screen People applaud. You go to MMA, people applaud. You go to a comedy show, which I've seen your one night, I mean, your one man show, people applaud. Do you enjoy that or do you kind of, you're not that much of a public person? Well, no, um, that's not true. I've accomplished all that I've accomplished to receive all that. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, some, if I'm with my wife, then it's kind of tricky. You know, because then I'm in um, really defense mode. And I'm but yeah. Not, I'm not fun to be around. When, and mm-hmm. do you feel like when you're with your wife, sometimes you become more looking out like security? Like my wife, if I go out, I can have a great time. But if I go out and my wife is there, it's still a great time. But I'm also like, is she okay? Is everything all right? You know what I'm saying? You become in, de- in defense. And my wife will come out and say, you, hey, you're, the, hey, you're leaving me. Where are you going? You're following the crowd. So you're I'm, leaving me. Right oh, okay. Yeah, my wife doesn't say that. I thought we were talking about like <laughs> The same thing, yeah. <laughs> uh, all righty. So your your wife is more of why are you taking these pictures? You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out with you tonight. Yeah, get the hell out of here, Mike. Do you miss fighting like the training and the lights? No way. None of it. No way. Because you figure you do something so long that it becomes such a routine. Mm-hmm. I, I was so um, big boy. I was so ecstatic when I retired. Yeah. Like the work was done. Yeah. No, I was too crazy to be fighting, man. I was just nuts wanting to hurt people and all that craziness. And they went to my head, and I just started getting into the fights out in the streets. Yeah. Put that away and put that out of my mind. Do you think when you say that that you were crazy, and and of course it helped the fights, and we enjoyed seeing it, and we enjoyed watching you. Did you enjoy being a boxer? I love being a fighter. Okay. It wasn't a feeling of, like, I have to do this. Like, because you say you were happy when well, you retired. Well, at the end of my career, I had to be like, wow, I got to do this goddamn fight, God. I got to win this fight over here for this, for that. It was a different, it was a different feeling. Sometimes the purse was too good to give up. Yeah. Yeah, you continue to kind of kind of chase those kind of things. Yeah. Do you miss the, the everyday training, or do you miss, like, the smell of the gym? Or No, it, if I go in the gym, I might catch a hives or something really though yeah. so you do you try to stay away from a lot of that now i stay away from boxing period only when it's a good fight i like to go to the fights what's the last fight you went to um i don't know who was it, it was um triple g and um, oh, canelo, canelo? Yes. what'd you think of that one i thought alvarez won mm, really yeah do you need like a real ticket to go into a fight or can you just walk into a tick a fight or a concert because you're mike tyson it depends. Um, that's really interesting you said that because me and my wife was dating at the time. <laughs> and Jay-Z was playing at the Palms Hotel. And I just went to the front desk and said, I'm Mike Tyson. I have some tickets right, waiting for me. And the guy put up the tickets and gave us tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he said, here you go. <laughs> like, because you got to think, man, why would Mike Tyson come uh, up and yeah. not have a ticket? He took out the tickets and gave it to us. I said, like, my wife said, oh, my God, you're crazy. <laughs> She's like, I will marry him. <laughs> and, and you got to think, man, like like we say, your face and body is the credit card. You know, it's, it's everything that we know, and we want you to be a part of what, what we're having. Because I'm telling you, man, like, I pay for pay-per-views, 
you know, I, I bought every book and every magazine that Mike Tyson was on. So when I got into radio, even now, it's crazy that I'm that I I sit with Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson know who I am. That's really? great. It's crazy yeah, to me, I'm man. Big boy, you made your mark in him, man. You really broke your ass, man. I did break my. You know what I'm saying? I, I did. You know what I'm saying? But it's still yeah. when you see other people that you kind of like, you're a fan first. You know, mm-hmm. you you do kind of, you, you kind of trip off of that. I remember I told this story to you before. I was downtown L.A. and I had this chain on. And I don't wear jewelry, but I had this chain, this big cross and everything. And I was about to cross the street. And I felt somebody, because, you know, they they chain snatch out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt somebody come and put their hand like this and grab my chain. And I'm thinking, oh, it's all <laughs> But like I gotta do this. I turned around and it was Mike Tyson. Oh my god! Yeah, so remember, I took the chain off and I put it on your, your your neck, and then I started like rubbing you, like man, it looks better on you. But I turned around and I was like, oh hell no, man, Mike. When was the last time you almost had a fight out in the streets? Oh man, um, I don't do that anymore. Mm. So it's been like years. Yeah, those days are over. Last I remember time you told me a story. Airport. Oh, really? At the airport? Yeah, with a photographer. How many years ago was that? Wait, hold, do we want to talk about it? Because the person not going to try to sue again. Cause no, I know it was everybody, like 10 years ago. Okay, I know everybody all sue happy. Did you get hands on them? Yes, I shouldn't have done that. But it felt good at the moment, huh? Yeah, but no, I was dealing with my addiction back then. Mm. And what, what, Mike, when you say the addiction, what, what was the addiction? Like, what were you addicted to? Cocaine. Mm. Man, smoking, sniffing, or powder sniffing, form? Sniffing it. How mm. many years? Around five years. Wow. When you said that comedy helped you through, what else helped you through or to finally let it go? Yeah, man, listen, um, you realize either you grow up or you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how much does did family help you through the well, I, had a, I had a strong um, support system, but that didn't mean anything um, unless I wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how bad is it, Mike, when we felt like that's Mike Tyson, he's on top of the world? But having so many people around you, how did you figure out that these people weren't good for you, whoever it may have been? Well, um, I no longer had money. Mm-hmm. You saw the people when the money started to go, they started to go. Pretty much. Mike, at your highest, what were you worth? Because we see a number that say like $300 million. Do you Did you get $300 million throughout your yeah, career? Yeah, I got a little bit of money. A little bit? Yeah. Do you ever miss that much? Because I know, you know, I mean, it can't be all gone. No, because I'm getting money now. I'm yeah. money. It's just um, it's just a period in life that I had to go through a learning experience. Was was having that much money and power, was it also bad for you, Mike? For me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I was pretty generous, but I had my own demons as well. And people that were around you, I'm pretty sure, because even just knowing you, you're a very given person. So I can imagine how much you probably gave gave to others for for when it wasn't there for them to kind of just like like get away from you you know we have groups of Rolls Royces damn I love you right here but boy I wish I was around a little bit back there <laughs> you know what I'm saying not to do you wrong but just you took our transportation very serious really really though no. how yeah. many cars do you think you owned in your life oh uh, had to be over a hundred and like nice wow. cars really awesome cars Jesus Christ man do you ever miss that no I heard that, like, man. Do you feel like you're in a better place I got place a couple now? of awesome cars now. As you should. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to one at a time. You know what I'm saying? Mike Tyson, I want to ask you this, man. We, we're in a position now where we see all these rappers. Everybody got tattoos on their face. 
Now, years ago, you were like the first person that we knew. You know, there's other tribals, but you were like one of the first per- people that we saw sit down and put a tattoo on their face. When you first got that tattoo, what were some of the things that you heard about having a tat on your face? I don't know. Oh, man, I was totally crazy. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy and I was out of my mind. Do you look at it now with regret or is it just a, like that's regret. Yeah. Never with regret because it was cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Did it hurt? Not as much as you think it did. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I just feel it like it would rattle your skull or something. <laughs> well, he, he Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'd be good to go. Is there we, a meaning behind it? No, it's, a, um, it's a, a Maui tag from New Zealand, Native tribe. I like it. When you, just, <laughs> when you look at uh, a lot of people now just with everything on their face, do you think like they'll regret that or do you just feel like, well, that's your face? No, because I'm unconscious that I have a tattoo on my face. Right. Because I, I have it in my face, but I don't feel it. But when I see somebody else with a bunch of crazy tattoos, <laughs> I'm saying, whoa, this guy is out there. <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at this. But you know what? I couldn't imagine you now, Mike. We can go through vile footage and look mm-hmm. at stuff, but I can't imagine Mike Tyson now without the tattoo on his face. Neither could I. Yeah. Do you still listen to hip-hop? Are you still a fan of hip-hop yes, now? Yes, big time, big time. Really? Do you check any of the newer artists? Or? Amigos are pretty awesome. Yeah. Drake is off the hook. Have you been to his show? The yeah, new show, yo? Yeah, around three of them. Yeah, Ooh. man. We need to, He got some coming up, man. Let me know what time he you want to come pick me up. He is really a serious <laughs> performer. Where yeah. do you like to watch a concert from? Um, Wherever. Like, are you like a floor kind of guy? Are you side of the stage? No, I'm not a floor. Side of the stage. First first row, side of the stage. Up. Yeah, a little up so you can <laughs> see everything. Yeah. What about if somebody's sitting there? Well, I would have a ticket. Of course it is. Okay, I'm okay. Right. It's that simple. <laughs> what, what about 25 years ago when somebody was sitting there? Well, I don't know. I think I normally always had tickets. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you Just know what I'm trying to get. Like, trying, like, yeah, yeah. But you, normally you had tickets, but when you went to Jay-Z with your wife that you were dating uh-huh. at the time, yeah, you didn't, didn't have Jay-Z tickets. So I went up to the front desk and asked for tickets. Yeah. And gave them to me. Because you're Mike Tyson. Do you, when you go to restaurants, are they always trying to give you stuff for free? Um, I wouldn't let them do that. No, no. Oh, so mm, if nice. they do, should we? Should, should people stop? No. I okay. Okay. Sure. I should just make sure I tip them extra. Okay, as mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. As you should. Do you enjoy being Mike Tyson? Pretty awesome. Yeah. I heard that, Mike. I want to talk to you, man. Were you diagnosed bipolar? Big time. Yeah. And how many years ago was that? Um, that was probably fifteen years ago. Were when now we we take more notice of what we call mental health. Mm-hmm. 15 years ago, with knowing, okay, he's diagnosed with bipolar, not knowing what it was and not having a name on it, were you, did you know something was going on? Were you afraid of how you couldn't control certain things? Well, I knew some, some stuff was wrong when I um, had my temper tantrums mm-hmm. for no particular reason. And who, what made you go and seek help? Um, my wife. When you look at today's climate where Kanye say he's bipolar, he's not mm-hmm. bipolar, do you see it now more so where, not that it's acceptable, but we could talk about it a little bit more. Oh, we could talk about it a lot, but you know, the real solution to the problem is just take your medicine. Mm. Just you know? take your medicine. Yeah. Right? Are you on meds now? Yes, and big you, time. Do you have to take them, you, you take them daily? I take them daily, big time. And can you feel a difference if you're if you're off your bipolar? I meds? wouldn't be here if I wasn't off my meds. If you were off, you wouldn't yeah, be here. No way. 
What do you think? Like, what, what's what's a day if you're not on it? It's just depressed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did it take a while to to find out what worked for you? Because you hear a lot of the times that people, the reason they yeah, don't like they, it. Because um, they misdiagnosed. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been misdiagnosed before, but um, eventually we got it right. Were you afraid to come out and tell the public that? that no, you not at all. I thought it was none of that, that business, was brave. but I wasn't afraid to tell anybody. And that early on now... We also, just the dialogue we see now, Mike, and people being more accepting and people talking about it. Because a lot of times, man, when it comes to any kind of mental health issues, it's so easy to label something. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's crazy. Oh, right. he's this. Oh, she's that. As a, And then there's some people that don't even go seek the help because it has such a stigma on it. Where now we're starting to see with 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 Mike Tyson talking and other people speaking of de- and and there's layers there's you know, depression anxiety it's just, it's just like having a broken arm you have to go to the hospital and get it fixed you got to get get it checked on I think have you gotten a chance to see anything of the clips of Kanye going off you know yeah I saw that do you know he did say that he was originally he said he was diagnosed with being bipolar and then he said he was misdiagnosed do you think and that he said he's, he's not on med do you think that he's bipolar I don't know what um, Kanye is but I know um. That he's really an interesting character. You know what I mean? That he's really brave to go up there and say all that craziness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know why he want to do that, but it's just, it's Kanye. Kanye needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he was And heard. some people, like, at one point, did you feel like you enjoyed the platform of being able to say things in certain places and... and I enjoyed the platform, but I wish I said the right things. At the places. right times, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Do you feel now like like there's there's a more at peace Mike Tyson as you sit here today? Well, as I got older, yeah, please, I'm 52. As I, at this age, I'm just a pussycat. Hey, <laughs> man, I love this when you say my biggest weakness is my sensitivity. I am too sensitive a person. Yeah. Are you a sensitive person? Oh, yeah, I hold grudges, too. Oh, you Ooh. do? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's scary. Do you know you still scare people? I hope not. Okay, well, you don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a <laughs> you, know, you, you ain't scaring nobody in here. You know what I'm saying? Who give a uh, Is that your camera mic? I don't give a <laughs> You see, I'll keep that eye on him, though. Go ahead now. All right, so, so you wow. say that you do hold grudges. Do yeah. you still hold boxing grudges? Do you no. have a grudge against Don King? No, no way. Hey, hey, I'm telling a little bit of a fib. I did have a grudge at one time. Um, the last time I saw hey, him. I'm going to tell you real quick. When you said, hey, hey, you know you scared the <laughs> out of me. Right, I was like, uh, he jumped uh, No, for real. All right, but okay, go well, ahead. We did have a grudge. At least I had a grudge, and then I just realized that it was ridiculous. Against who? Don King. Okay, yeah. I noticed when you guys were somewhere, and he came and patted you, and, and you was like almost like a man. And didn't, didn't you like toss something at him? or Water. Yeah, he lucky it was water. Praise God. You know, but you did hold you know <laughs> you did hold a grudge towards him, but rightfully so though, for a young man that fought his heart out and then you see somebody else that's getting paid just as much or more and then even get in the ring. Exactly. And and then you look at someone as a, a elder, a possibly a father figure, a mentor, and you find out that it's a fraud. So how do you, you know? So mm-hmm. how do you not hold a grudge against that? And how do you today not still feel a certain way to Don King? I can't because it's going to kill me. It's going to destroy me if I continue to feel that way. Yeah, and you know what they say, man? That's uh, called you drinking the poison and hoping somebody else die. Yeah, I date. When it comes to athletes and rappers and being best friends, I think one of the most iconic friendship oh, was yeah. the one between you and Tupac. 
What was your last memory with Pac? And Pac came to your fight. Yes. Mm -hmm. You got tissue? Yeah. <clears throat> he was really happy after the fight. Mm -hmm. um, he came to the press conference with me and then we, we were just talking about you. And then um, I went home and then he left. Mm -hmm. Where were you at, Mike, when you found out? Because I know exactly I where. I was home sleeping. And somebody called you? And yeah. at the time, he was just, he was shot. Did you go down and get a chance to see Pac at the they hospital? let me see him. There's an iconic picture and just video of where you still got your gloves on. Mm -hmm. And there, there's the hug, there's the embrace, mm -hmm. you know, and, and just sitting here. And, you know, knowing Pac then and knowing you now, there had to be a mutual respect. Because even this many years on, removed, you still have an emotion for that man. What did Pac mean to Mike Tyson? Man, it was just, um, it's very difficult to talk about. It was mm -hmm. just a, a young kid that really wanted to be great. Mm -hmm. And it happened. Do you remember the first time you guys met? It was a club. They, they wouldn't let him in, so I went outside and I let him do the back way. <laughs> and I met him. Did, have a, did you and Pac always have, like, a lot of conversations? Did you feel like... Like you guys kind of kept each other up. Like you, he talked to you and lifted you up. You talked to Pac and he. Not many you, conversations, mm -hmm. but we knew what was going on. And the respect. A feeling. What do you feel is Tupac legacy now? Because you speak so many years later, and people are. He's still one of your best MCs. He's still considered a revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what is Tupac I mean, legacy? Every time to I you? go somewhere. It could be Africa, New Zealand. They, they, they asked me, what was Tupac like? Right. And it's crazy because I had a chance to know Pac as well, and he touched so many people mm -hmm. that didn't know Pac. Mm -hmm. And posthumously also, you know, in music and everything, man. And it was just an honor to shake his hand and mm -hmm. hug brother and, and you know. And, he, had a, he had an awesome energy. Yes, he did. And you know what, Mike, you knew that when he was here. It wasn't like you he passed on. You was like, man, he had this great energy, magnetic. And, and I think some of the best conversations that I had with Pac weren't public. It was just us either in a car, a van, a hotel. You know what I'm saying? And you never took a picture with him? Man, I don't know. That's how God worked, bro. Yeah. I don't have one picture with Pac. And when Pac passed, I had all these radio drops, right? Hey, what's up? This is Tupac. At the moment, out of respect, I erased all my Tupac drops. Mm -hmm. I wish I had them now, but I was caught up in an emotional moment where I was like, man, I'm not going to play these again because brother passed on. So at the time, I thought that I was doing something like I'm not going to disrespect my brother by playing these. But I wish I had them just to hear his voice saying my name, even if it was in the archive. I wish I had them, man. That would have been great now. Yeah. Yeah, very much so, man. All righty. Now, Mike Tyson. You, I see you go to uh, Standing United. Hello, I, I see you go to uh, to MMA fights as well. Uh, do you enjoy Do you enjoy going and looking at at a little bit of the combat now? Are you more of an MMA or you just enjoy? I'm still MMA? a boxing guy, but I enjoy MMA as well. When was the last time you been to the gym, just to or put oh, on a glove? Hey, listen, I can't remember. Really? Mm. Probably, probably training my son. When was the last time you put on, and stay off them damn hoverboards, too. I saw you yeah. bust your ass on a hoverboard. That was bad. That was now, bad. When was the last time you, you put on gloves? Is it at the gym with your son? Or are you more pads? or I'm more pad guy and put the pads on. Damn. That's crazy that you could just, that you just, 
you just turned it off like that. Mm-hmm. Do do you? I never think- wanted to be one of those guys that really dwell in that path. Held mm-hmm. on. What do you, yeah. do you see yourself like in your son when he's fighting? No, I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he got a pool at home. It's too different. There's a different entitlement <laughs> that goes on with our kids, you know. And how how old is your son that that you kind of train just a little bit now? Sixteen. I'm, the S- oldest one is twenty one. Sixteen years of age. Does he know who his dad is? Like like he like don't, he be, don't realize that his friends have to tell him. What? That's but you know what though? I mean, like we could look He'll at you there. and yeah. say how great you are, right? Mm-hmm. And your kids are like, Oh, that's just dad. Now there's somebody else that could look at me and say, Oh, look how great Big Boy is. Oh, he's funny, he's the best in radio. We know all that is true. All right. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> yeah. to my kids, they're just like, Oh, that's just dad. Mm. You know, that's just dad. Yeah. So huh. They're full of, they play tricks on you. They hide. Yeah, you can't find them. Yeah, yeah. They do this thing called uh, hide daddy's money. I can never find it. You know, they hide it in such good places. You know what I'm saying? They hide it. It never happens to my wife though. What is Tyson Ranch? Well, Tyson, oh, what is that becoming? Yeah. Well, Tyson Ranch is like I was trying to explain earlier. It was like the um, the first like really cutting edge, really um, first class um, wellness center. So it's a real ranch. It's going to be outdoors, indoors, but it's a wellness yes, center. Big time. We'll have a stage. We'll have um, Dave and Buster's there. Hey. So you got a lot of property. Is it in like the Orange County area? No, it's not. It's, um, it's like the Palm Springs. Palm Springs. That's what this area. And how long before we're looking at something like that? How many years? How Does, many years? Probably one year. Oh, really? Yeah. What type of services are going to be at this wellness center? Hey, all the services that you want. You need acupuncture, you need massages, you need whirlpool, whatever you Sounds need. Sounds relaxing. Yeah. Love it. What do you do now to relax? Mm-hmm. Being at the Tyson Ranch isn't here yet. What do you do? Um, Pretty things. I have children, I have small kids, so there's a lot to do. Do you feel like now it's a whole different life now? Because you do, like my oldest is is 11. My, my daughter's 10. My son will be 12 in February. And it's like you got so many like you live the legacy, but now you got to live another legacy mm. for for the kids. You know what I'm saying? You want to be around Absolutely. for um, the little ones. You got to be there. You got to go to these tennis competitions. You got to go to these um, children plays. Mm-hmm. You got to do things that you really don't have no desire to see. Right. <laughs> what kind of dad is Mike Tyson? I think I'm a wimpy dad. I let my kids really? get away with too much. Really? And they know it, huh? Yeah. Damn. Now and, and I mean like because when when you say that you're sensitive like people people see that but you knew how to turn it on like when you would fight what brought that rage that we would see in the ring I don't know probably a lot of fear yeah. and fear the fear of what? what losing losing yeah that's crazy that the that most feared crazy. man in boxing and, and possibly on the planet. You would go in and you would, did you ever think I could lose this fight? Or were you just so scared that you would lose it that you just annihilated it? You just got to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. More about believing in yourself than anything. Did you always believe in yourself in boxing? Um, no, I had to learn how to believe myself. What about I didn't it? believe myself in life. That's what I was going to ask. In, in life, you didn't. now when you say you didn't believe in yourself in life, how do you become the Mike Tyson that we know. Were you always thinking, I can't do something? Yes. Um, shit. 
I had great mentors. Mm-hmm. Really great mentors. Is is that why you hold like cuss? Like there's certain people that you hold hold very close to you. Do you still try to walk in honor of them even today? That, those are big shoes to walk in. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I try to be myself as much as possible, and if that rubs off, you know, that's that's even more better. When you when you were going through, you know, the, the fighting in the street, the drugs, everything, did you ever think like, is there something in your head that say, "Damn, I'm I'm letting them down"? Well, I was letting myself down, mm-hmm. you know, and it all come and all stems from yourself and how you feel about yourself. And I didn't feel too good about myself at that particular time in my life. Mm-hmm. So things started changing. And what started changing? I think I, um, I lost my daughter when she was yeah. four. And so things just started changing. How do you, rec- not not even recover, like. Heal. What not, yeah, what keeps you going after that? When you feel like, is is it more of life uh, your other kids, your your queen, like what what kept you from just saying I'm going to give up? I just wanted to um, start winning. I never had that giving up feeling. Mm-hmm. Even when I was doing drugs, I still had a I had a low self esteem, but I still had a big fucking ego. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that ego that you that you had? Is that was that bad for Mike Tyson as well? Um, most of the time, yeah. How was it when we first met? Was that like a dream come true for you? <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to meet you, man. It's just, oh. Yeah, it's I amazing. Love <laughs> I love when you tell the story, man. You know what I'm you laughing too hard, but that's good. I love when you tell the story of how you always was like, you know, I can't wait to meet this guy. Um, he is a legend. And this is of course when I was like real big. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to keep saying, like, tell them what yeah. that what that meant to you. Yeah, man. Excuse me, say that again. Tell them what it meant to you when you met me. Like, like how, how satisfying Excited. that was, what was that to finally like? meet me. <laughs> when I finally met you, man, I didn't think you were the guy you were. Yeah. Oh, Why? Because I, I didn't think that he was so friendly and gregarious and stuff like See? this. Do you really remember the first time you met Big Boy? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I know one thing. He had, what's that girl, Jalissa, he had here? Yeah, Jalissa. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Jalissa. Yeah, 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 what's the guy named Fluffy, Buffy? What was uh, it was Fuzzy. 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 <laughs> Fluffy, Buffy, what are they? Yeah. It was, it, That's and a good it, memory. It was, it was yeah, Jalissa was there. Was, was Liz was there. He came uh, around when Liz uh, was there. Yeah. Tattoo, memory, yeah, yeah. that's tattoo. Yeah, man. So. Tattoo. I, I did an interview with Tattoo. Yeah, he's doing, he doing the Dash Radio thing yeah. as well, man. But I'm glad that uh, you finally, you know, there's one thing with winning the, the you know, the heavyweight titles mm-hmm. and, the, and the belts and being a champ. defending mm-hmm. and being a champ and defending your, your belts and a legacy. But I'm so glad. It, it, it humbles me that you put me up on that pedestal as well of meeting me. <laughs> and that being one of the biggest moments of your life. The biggest. Thank you, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It sounds braggadocious when I say it myself, but y'all, <laughs> y'all heard it from the man That's himself. Man. That's a good 30 second Instagram post right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll take that little sound bite and do it right. Mike, I know you're a social media guy as well. All righty. I'm going to give you fire and I'm going to give you poop. All righty. Hand him poop and hand him fire. All righty. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold up. A couple fighters right here. All righty. And you let me know if that person is fire or if that person is poop. Okay. All righty. Fire or poop. Floyd Mayweather. 
Fire. All righty. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather is why fire. Yes. Why is Floyd Mayweather fire? He's the best fighter in the world. Yeah, it is. I heard that. Do Do you feel like he get uh, a bum rap like because he's everybody, but they always say that who has he fought? But he's fought everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People are uh, going to talk. People are going to talk. Yeah. So you give him fire. All righty. Mm-hmm. What about Tyson Fury? Oh man, why you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Tyson Fury. Let me go like this. Let me go like <laughs> So he's fire and poop. So he's poop. Yeah. Or pyre. All right. Why is he fire and poop? And he's about to fight Deontay Wilder yeah. as well. Why is he fire and poop? Because he looks he looks goofy in his fights, but he still wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that That's you would have had no problem with Tyson Fury? Hey, listen, these guys, work, I don't know. Yeah. Let me, let me be. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. What about Deontay Wilder? Oh, fire man. and poop. I gotta put both. <laughs> All right, so that's pyre. another poop or fire, pyre. Now, now, why fire and poop for Deontay? I don't know. I just don't think he has it as a heavyweight or as a fighter. Well, he really hasn't fought nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, he fought this last guy, but this last guy didn't do nothing but took the punches, just take punches. He wasn't aggressive enough, wasn't smart enough to move his head. The guys that he's fighting are not quality guys, but the only guys out here to fight. Yeah, yeah. The heavy, yeah. the heavyweight. Just, just that whole weight class seems a little different right now. And Do Tyson you think- Fury, he beat better fighters than Dante Wilder. He beat Klitschko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that the heavyweights now could have lasted in the heavyweight days of of Mike Tyson? Hey, it'd have been tough for those guys. Mm-hmm. Fire or poop. Oscar De La Hoya. Fire. Fire. Why Oscar De La Hoya is immediate fire? He, he was a great fighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And another one that fought everybody. He fought everybody. Man, all righty. What about uh, MMA fighter Khabib? He's fire. Fire. And why is he fire? Because he kicked <laughs> the last fight. Yeah. yeah he <laughs> did. He's 27-0. And wanted to have another fight when he finished. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, that got him in trouble. Yeah, when he yeah. jumped out the ring, out the, out the octagon, Mike, do you think, like, bro, I've been in Positions yeah, like this, I don't said, do that. I said it's too late. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh man, like you're gonna have to ride He's this in one. A lot of trouble. How bad would certain things have been, Mike Tyson, for you if we had all the camera phones and all the social media that we have now? Hey, I don't like to talk about that stuff. Yeah, well, let's not talk about it then. All right, he said we're gonna talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Fire or poop, Conor McGregor. He's fire. Fire. Yeah. And why is he fire? Because he's such a great um, showman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Such a great show, man. Anthony Joshua. Ooh, he's fine. AJ. My man. He's Heavyweight fine. class. You know, does he bring does I he think bring, he's gonna beat everybody? You think he'll so clean good. out the division? Yes. Really though. If, all right. I'll take that, uh-huh. man. Canelo. Why Canelo is he immediate won, fire. He just won a big fight. Yeah, man. And you felt like he won that what about the first uh the first Canelo fight was a draw. I thought it meant to be a draw. And the second fight you felt like he won clearly. Yeah, he won. All righty. So with that, fire or poop, triple G. He's fire. I heard that. He's so nice. Let me ask you this, Mike. Why you don't have, like, fighters and train or, or put your name on another boxer? I mean, it's not that kind of guy. You got to be a special guy to train fighters, to be with somebody, to stick with somebody, to be a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. to be a mother, to be a father, you know, to be a teacher. You got so many hats that you have to wear. And you say, mm-hmm. you, you know that's not you. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. Do you feel like every fighter has a little bit of something like like something's not right? To get in the ring and train and do all mm-hmm. that boxing, does each fighter you feel like they have, it, it's just something about us? 
I think we all have sensitivity, and I think we all have um, a little self doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Did you did you know that you were always going to be a fighter? Yes. From what age? Twelve. Twelve years oh, of age. I started at twelve. Did you always see a heavyweight title or a belt? Absolutely. In your head? That was my focus all the time. That's what you. That's why you, you want to fight. Cause you want to be the champ. What did that feel like when you finally got it? What were you? Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. What did that feel like at twenty years uh-huh. of age, man? When we still trying to learn how to park the car. What did that feel like to get that that first belt? I don't know. It was pretty um surreal. Hmm. Iron Mike Tyson, definitely want to thank yeah, you for coming into you. the neighborhood, thank man. You. I love being here. Man, we love yeah. having you in yeah, the neighborhood, man. too, man. So nice to And make you. sure that y'all stick around and make sure that we all check this out. That Man, that is Mike Tyson Presents, Comedy for a Cause, benefiting Standing United. Great comedians out there, man. Michael Collier, Jason Collins, Matt Reif, can't forget uh, Sherman Array, Joey Medina, which is my guy, Edwanda White, and your MC for the night is Russell Peters, uh-huh. man. And there's also a special guest, join Mike Tyson and Friends. And this is the Knockout Addiction and Homelessness in Southern California. That is going that. down Thursday, October 18th, City National Grove. If you need more information, hit up www.citynationalgrove.com and tickets are available right now on AXS.com. Mike Tyson, thank you for coming. Standingunited.com. Make sure y'all go hit it up, man. Mike Tyson in the neighborhood. Thank you, big boy. Thank Thank you, my brother. It's always a pleasure being here with you. Man, always a pleasure to have you, bro, and continue being that inspiration for Mm -hmm. us, man. And you know what? What I love about you, Mike, is that you made it through it. Yeah. Because a lot of times, man, we don't see our icons and our celebrities and, and our revolutionaries make it through it. And that's why sometimes you'll see like, man, I wish like even with Pac, I wish Pac would have made it to his gray hair. Mm. You know, if, if we had Pac in his 20s, what would Pac have been like in his 30s yeah. and 40s? You know, so if, to see someone that went through things and my being there and seeing these things and to see where you are now. Is is amazing, brother, and and I'm so glad not just to know you, but I'm so glad to know you and your legacy. Thank you very much, Mike Tyson. Knowing you as well, my friend. Thank you, Mike Tyson, in the neighborhood, big boy. Big boy. Are you an active adult dealing with injury or pain? Rehab to Perform is here to get you back to your full potential. More like a Division I athletic training room and a personal training studio than a medical facility, R2P offers physical therapy for low back pain, overuse injuries, post-surgery, muscle pulls, chronic pain, and more. R2P also offers rehabilitation for concussions and mild traumatic brain injuries. Learn more about Rehab to Perform today by visiting rehabtoperform.com or Instagram at rehabtoperform. That's rehabtoperform.com or at rehabtoperform on Instagram. Instagram.